What's up, fellow Zeros? Thank you so much for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that always says Oxford's not brogues. I'm your host, Joe, and I brought along with me four gentlemen to talk to you about Kingsman the Secret Service. We've got Frank. (laughs) The podcast that will have the Big Mac, please. Matt. The only podcast that knows manners maketh the man. Do you know what that means? Corey. The podcast that's sorry you had to witness all that unpleasantness. (laughs) <laughs> and sequel the podcast that only condones the risking of one life to save another and the honorable mention being the podcast that fucking loved Professor Arnold it's actually goddamn love to have that as a oh shit you <laughs> really you didn't say you didn't say I thought you said fucking love no I said I, got, I goddamn, goddamn love Professor Arnold goddamn love Professor Arnold that was one of like my four that's good you know what <laughs> Before we start talking about the movie, let's let you know what else we've been watching this week. Hey, Corey, what have you been watching? I finished The Defenders. I don't know that we agree on it. I think, I, from what I've heard from you... I'm pretty sure we don't. Yeah. Um, Since you're saying this right now. Yeah. Well, that <laughs> brief Twitter conversation we had, I thought I didn't think it was great, but I didn't think it was bad by any means. Stunt. And you didn't like it, right? I didn't think it was bad. I was disappointed with it. Okay, so I wasn't all... The, I mean... I thought the ending was lackluster, but beyond that, I wasn't actually disappointed. Spoilers. Shit. I thought the way they wrote Danny Rand is just terrible. They just don't... That's just a continuation. That's just a continuation. Uh, And then I started reading It, because the new It movie with Bill Skarsgård comes out this weekend. So I'm stoked. Came out last weekend. Technically. (laughs) It's this weekend now. In time. I won't. Put some auto tune on that. Take that off the bingo board. Corey, is that it for you? That's it for me. Hey, Matt, what have you been watching? Not fucking Game of Thrones. That's for shit sure. That's a long show time. Fucking show's gone for two goddamn years. Fuck you, global warming. Also, trailer for Rebels season four. Hey, Frank, what have you been watching? I watched a video on YouTube from Game Theory. Oh, which crazy game theory? It was for the Zelda timeline. Oh, I thought it was Luigi's and it's, game. And it's the newest one for Breath of the Wild and how it fixes the timeline. And it actually does make sense. Go on. I'm, that's as far as I'm going. He can't go any further. I haven't played the game yet. Yeah. I can't spoil anything. Thank you. In sequel, what do you got? I watched two movies over the weekend. Nice. Besides this one. I watched Clue. Oh, such a classic. fucking great movie. Comedy classic. Such a good movie. I've seen that a lot. And I watched a movie I've never seen before. Almost Famous. That movie's so good. I've seen that movie. That movie's I. I love that movie. I think it's that okay. was really, really good. I, like, I thought it would be overhyped, but no, I lived up to it. Hmm. Very, very strong. It has probably my favorite Philip Seymour Hoffman line that he ever delivered. I forgot that he was in that movie. The, uh, the, um, the bit about the only currency we have in this broke world is the things that we say when we're uncool. Like, it's like that, that, like, real pivotal moment in the movie. It's such a beautiful moment. My favorite line was, I am a golden god. Right before he jumps into the pool. And I I also finished The Defenders. We already touched how I feel about that. I also caught up on Rick and Morty. But the thing that I want to talk about is I watched the worst movie ever, or at least one of them, Tommy Wiseau's The Room, as a terrible movie. And I loved every second of it. Yes, it's so bad it's good. It's yes. the perfect, <laughs> so bad it's good movie. What's this movie about? It's, oh, it's not really about anything. It's a. It's no, supposed it's to be a something. drama about a guy whose fiance cheats on him, even though they don't use the word fiance ever. Nope. Okay. It's really, really dumb. It's the worst acting you'll ever see. I love it. And the worst script writing, and the worst. They, just, they just start playing football for no reason. In tuxedos. Scenes. In tuxedos. Worse than Garbage Day. Yes, I've never seen Way Garbage worse. Day, but that's a line from a Silent Night, Deadly Night. What garbage day? Yeah, it's so <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> Delivered terribly. They wrote a book, Greg Sestera, the one. Yeah, Mark. Is, yep, wrote the Disaster Artist, which has been turned into a movie. So That's actually how I saw them. I mean, I already wanted to see the movie, but my friends saw the trailer for Disaster Artist, showed it to me, and I was like, "We should, you should watch the room with me," and then we did. Disaster Artist previewed at a film festival. And James Franco's getting, like, some awards buzz. So if, like, he wins, like, an Oscar for this... That's, like, the ultimate the level of... Full circle. Yeah. Because he's winning an Oscar for playing someone who was terrible in movie. It doesn't make sense. Okay. Meta, bro. Yeah. So meta. You guys gotta see this movie. Damn millennials. I want us to do a commentary on it. 
I don't think Matt can get through it. I don't think Matt can get through it. I don't. I don't think Frank will walk out. Frank will walk out. <laughs> Corey would sit there dumbfounded. Matt would be laughing. So Is this a new movie? Entire time. No, it came no. out two thousand three. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it this weekend. They have um. They, they the screen it. Remember alcohol. Have alcohol. They screen it from do. time to time. <laughs> and there's, if you notice in the apartment <laughs> or the house, whatever, there's stock photos of spoons on the wall. And people throw plastic spoons. Yeah, they have like the Rocky Horror Picture Show screening, Mm -hmm. screenings of it, yeah. And, ladies and gentlemen, that is what we've been watching. Let's give you our movie facts for Kingsman. The full title of the movie is Kingsman, The Secret Service. It was made in 2014. It's rated R, and it's two hours and nine minutes long. Ooh, that is long. Doesn't feel long, but I'm just saying, that's long. Its director, we're no stranger to, Matthew Vaughn. We've done a couple of his movies so far. He's given us Layer Cake, Stardust, Kick-Ass, X-Men First Class, and this. Actually, I think we've only done one movie, but I feel like I've read his name multiple times. Now I'm confused. So just the one, then. The movie stars Colin Firth, Samuel L. Jackson, Taron Edgerton, Mark Strong, Michael Caine, Sophie Cookson, Sophia Batella, Samantha Womack, and either Jeff or Geoff Bill. Mark Howell. Mark Hamill's not starring in this movie. Yes, he is. Mark Hamill stars in everything he does. I have fun facts about that. Anyway. Oh, jeez. The other reason we know this fine filmmaker, Matthew Vaughn. Fantastic, ladies and gentlemen. It's the man in charge of Fantastic. No. I highly doubt he no. was in charge of that. Uh, false. He might have been a producer. Fake news. What'd he do? Fake news. He's involved, though it doesn't matter. I definitely did not read his He's name when we were doing Fantastic Four. Oh, no, he no, he must have been a producer, though. He was definitely he a producer, and he probably just sat there and collected a paycheck. He probably just saw <laughs> the movie. <laughs> you saw that movie in theaters, you deserve a credit. <laughs> yes, that's fair. Fact! The budget for the movie was $81 million, and it grossed $414 million. $128 million of that was domestic here in the U.S. of A. How much was in the UK? Because that's important. I, it only tells me domestic and worldwide. So worldwide I just want to know if they like their own fucking movie. I'm sure they did. I hope so. How sure? Pretty sure. I'm also tired of seeing this French broad. I feel like she's been in every movie we've done lately. She's been in three. <laughs> yeah. And she probably won't be in any more for a while. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, this bitch again? And this time she ain't got no legs? Wow. Spoilers. <laughs> oh, sorry. Spoilers. The scores for the movie. Rotten Tomatoes has this movie at 74%. Certified fresh. The audience of Rotten Tomatoes has it at an 84%. IMDb has it 7.7 out of 10. And Metacritic coming in at 58 with the user <laughs> score. That's Metacritic. It's with, so meta. With a user score of 8.1. What the 58 might be Who's good on Metacritic? Metacritic? I don't, I don't know. know. Robots. 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 Hubert. And that's all I have for you for the movie facts, so let's give you our general thoughts for the movie before we do other things. Hey, Matt, what were your general thoughts for the movie? What the fuck does Eggsy mean? Did they ever go over that? Because that pissed me off a lot. Exactly no, they don't. <sighs> that pissed me off so much. Um, it's a great non-James Bond movie. It's got a lot of action, it's got a lot of cool little gadgets, and uh, a lot of British talking. Which you may or may not need uh, subtitles for. Hey, Corey, general thoughts. This was my first time watching this movie. Uh, I had never seen it before. So I had no expectations going into it, and I was pretty blown away by it. It is incredibly entertaining. And it is probably the best training sequence movies I've seen ever. Where there's a long training sequence that takes place over the course of the film, and I think they did it really, really well. Someone at this table disagrees. <laughs> I will know soon. Agree they did it well. We'll get to it. No, it's just dumb. I agree they did it well. I've seen like all the Rocky movies. Their training sequence is way better than that. No, fuck that noise. No, absolutely not. Sequel. General thoughts. Go. Um, I really like this movie. It's the second time I saw it. The first I didn't see it in theaters. I wasn't expecting much. I actually thought it was going to be like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oof. Just based on the trailers, I have very very low expectations, but. It. I saw it. I rented it on Xbox. It was really good. I liked it a lot. Without looking up who the director was, I just kind of knew this was the guy that kick ass. It's very similar to uh, the way they shoot it, a lot of the effects that they use. So, yeah, overall, I liked it. And Frank, what about you? This is the first time I'm seeing this movie, and I really enjoyed it. It's a good refresher. It felt new, you know, kind of new in this genre. 
and I gave it a lot of credit for what it did. It was a little predictable at some parts of the movie, and I have a little bit of gripes. It's not perfect, but I did enjoy it a lot. Like you guys, well, not like you guys, I saw the movie in theaters, but I didn't have any expectation going into this movie because I had no idea what it was, and I'm not going to bury the lead in this one, guys. I was blown away. I fucking love this movie. <laughs> we know. That's why we're doing it consecutively. What? We're not doing it consecutively. It's like three weeks. Close enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this movie is had a plan. It accomplishes its plan. It's a spy movie that doesn't take itself too seriously. Oh yeah. Also, I bu- I loved this so much. I bought the graphic novel and read that. I reread it before today, so Ooh. I'm gonna let you know the differences between the movie and the comic. Even if you didn't want to know, I'm sorry. Jumping I can't wait. Here. <laughs> I'm stoked. And those conclude our general thoughts from the movie. From here on out, we're gonna be spoiling. Kingsman the Secret Service, so if you haven't seen it yet and you don't want to have both the comic and the movie spoiled for you, get on that, because we're going to spoil stuff starting now. It's paced (laughs) perfectly, sequel. Like, Rocky is like a bunch of nonsense, a fairly short montage training sequence, and then the final fight happens. Most of this movie is the training sequence, and they pace it Fantastically, It is like the whole first half of the movie. The first half of the movie is him getting trained, and it's just so nicely paced. First off, Rocky IV is like 80% montage, so slow your roll there. Rocky IV <laughs> doesn't fucking count! Yes. Why not? He ended the Cold War. Oh, Jesus Christ. True, he did. He did. He did end the Cold War. He did end the Cold War. I can't, I can't argue Frank that. is here because of that fucking movie. <laughs> You're welcome. Based Fair. on your pacing argument, I would argue that Full Metal Jacket is a has a better training sequence. Wow. But Full Metal Jacket is a but Full Metal Jacket is a tale of two movies where the first half is phenomenal. You the can half, shut it off after the trick yeah, sequence I don't, of Full Metal Jacket. I don't want you got your fill. Yeah, I don't want to turn this movie off. I want to see it to the end. But I'm saying So it's a more you, complete movie. It's yeah, I'm not arguing movie versus movie, but training sequence versus training sequence, full metal jacket all day. I argue that uh, Starship Troopers has a better training sequence really? because there's tits. So uh voila. <laughs> Sorry Alex. Sorry. No, you know what, Alex? I'm not sorry. He's never sorry. We're past that. I'm never sorry. Yeah, we're past that. If we're not best friends already... It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. My boy, those tears, man. I'll get them. Corey needs the biggest sequel won't budge on this. What about the uh, training sequence in Ant-Man? I like that, too. That was very enjoyable. I'm not saying... <laughs> You're not making an argument that they're not enjoyable. I'm you saying they're the best ever. Yeah, I think this is the best. Okay, don't I'm gonna, yell at me. I'm going to rephrase <laughs> what Corey said mm-hmm. to maybe persuade you. Sure. This most exciting training sequence in a movie. It's almost its own movie, and there's lots of sh- cool shit happening. There's a lot of cool stuff happening. I'm not knocking it. Yeah. But it is, that's a cl- bold claim. That's the best <laughs> ever. It, There's millions of movies. The Probably not millions. Water. Thousands of movies. Okay, so if you want me to concede that the best might be slight hyperbole, then I can accept that. And I started this with the joke about the Rocky thing, and then you went the serious route. I am going to take this. I'm we taking should, this serious. We should, can, we, can we table this? Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yes, we don't have a table, so where we, can we put it? Uh, we dresser this? Uh, <laughs> Take a dresser. Put it on that dresser over there. They're friends again! I know what the chat's going to be like later. We really should have done 3 two, one friendship at the start of this. <laughs> uh, no one knew that this was yeah, going to happen. Yeah, who knew? <laughs> yeah, who knew that sequel was going to fucking come out swinging for Not Rocky really. Four? <laughs> no, Rocky Four is good. Or any Rocky movie. I will really? destroy you. I must break you. I, I must break, break you. you. That's what I was. Excuse must. me. Fuck myself. Fuck. <laughs> fuck <laughs> fuck <laughs> if he dies, he dies. Did anybody know that Eggsy, the child, was going to be his sidekick? Okay. I was going to say that was a little predictable. Yeah, I read that pretty quick. I was like, oh, right away. Well, I mean, I guess if in a world where you haven't seen the trailer, yeah, okay. I didn't. So then, yeah. I thought Eggsy's backstory was pretty interesting, though. He was just the son of... An almost trained Kingsman. Right. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. The Rex, cool. the richest story. Yeah. But the fact that the only reason he even has a connection to the Kingsman at all is just because his dad died trying to be a Kingsman. In the comic, mm. his uncle isn't the Kingsman, and Harry Hart doesn't exist. Oh. So he's a so he's a kid that grows up with no dad. Yes. It's the same story. Basically, it's just the the Kingsman guy is his uncle instead of a guy whose life his dad saved. Gotcha. But is dad in the picture at all? No, dad's still dead. Dad, we just we, they don't even talk. I'm about assuming it. he's 
still dead and was in the armed forces, like he thinks he is in the movie. Okay. Because he's never shown. All right. <laughs> Lay it on us, Joe. Want some Mark Hamill facts? Yeah. Okay. Uh, in the comic book, the the villain is kidnapping pop culture people, so he's actually kidnapped Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill is in the opening scene of the comic. Whoa. So, as Luke Skywalker? Damn it. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Cool. And he gets... Uh, he awesome. get, he's, he's It's a rescue attempt by the Kingsmen, and they jump off a cliff on a snowmobile, and the parachute doesn't deploy, and they die. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. That's horrible. Um, they do make reference to that in this movie, though. Because they talk about Iggy Azalea disappearing. Yeah. They talk about a whole bunch of pop... Yeah, but he took people. all nerd people. He took, like, the Star Wars cast, Star Trek, Battlestar Galactica, Red Dwarf. He tried to get Ridley Scott. When was the comic written? 2012. It was, like, two years before this movie oh, came out. Wow. Kind of, I guess. Kind of, yeah. And also, uh, the villain in the comic is Dr. James Arnold. So that's why Mark Hamill's name is that. Arnold. Because Valentine doesn't exist in the comic. Gotcha. So it's like a nice little homage to that. But is the villain's motivation the same? He was trying to fight global warming? Yeah, it's, ex- it's actually pretty much exactly the same plan. Okay. Just different guy. Nice. I thought that was a really cool premise. That, like, it's actually... It, like, he was a rich guy trying to, like, stop global warming and then realized that to stop global warming we need to kill, kill, all kill the everybody. Mm-hmm. And, like, then the explanation, like, the actual reveal of the explanation... Because we see him try, he, we see him talk to Obama, and and give the speech. We see him talk to the people in, I guess, Switzerland. Is that the country that the princess is from? Yeah, somewhere. Uh, Sweden. 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 Obviously, talks to the head of the Kingsmen, and apparently a whole bunch of other major political heads of different countries. It was a really nice payoff to see it actually happen at the end, like when he's talking to Michael Caine, and you know, of course, he's in this movie. Is there a British movie that he's not in? At least one I'm going to go with. Probably. Good use of at least. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Michael Caine from a mile away. Oh, yeah. Michael Caine? Like you saw him coming in the movie? or No, with the, you saw his the SIM card. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't see that. Really? Caine. How did you see it coming, if you don't mind me asking? I just had a feeling. I was like, there's no way he's going to be good at the end of this movie. Huh. So the same, you saw this the same way I saw Michael Keaton being yes, being the dead. Yep, just <laughs> some weird hunch that happened early in the movie. You're like, he's gonna be the bad yeah, guy. Yeah, I was like, I he's here for a reason. Michael Caine. <laughs> Is that what you're gonna say the rest of the year? How did they people? Stuck. How did you guys feel about Samuel L. Jackson? What was all right? The I list. Like he made the list a choice for the character because it was based on the list that he used to have when he was a kid. That's the, I just thought okay. it was the most character I've ever seen him play. It probably is. I think it was really good. Other movie. Like <laughs> He's pretty much the same. You know, yeah. Not wrong. My only issue with the list is that I felt like he slipped in and out of it. Mm. At I, convenience. I think it was pretty... Yeah, uh, I mean... What the hell the word... Consistent. Like, consistent with it. Thank you, Frank. I definitely <laughs> feel like he was... <laughs> um, but there were moments where I... I, I just could put my head. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> uh, there were a couple moments in the movie where I thought I heard him come out of it, but it might have j- just been my brain hearing what Samuel L. Jackson's voice normally sounds like. I feel like they didn't need to put that in. I thought it was a distraction. Yeah. I, I didn't see what it added. Like, if there was, like, a backstory or something, right. bullied as a child about it. It kind of adds to the not taking itself so seriously of this that, movie. That's a good point. And I think it makes it different. Because also that. usually... The bad guy isn't. Yeah. You know, usually the bad guy doesn't have a speech impediment, and usually the bad guy's assassin isn't handicapable. Not this movie. Not <laughs> this movie. Both are true. She was super handicapable. She was super handicapable. With swords. She made me want to cut my legs off. <laughs> and then I went, no, just kidding. I don't think that'll work for me. Yeah. There are medical bills with that. I wanted the backstory of her list to be like, all right, I'll do this movie, but I'm doing it with a list. Take it or leave it. That may have been what happened. We'll never know. Why Unless not? you get his credit card, and then you get one free question that you can send directly to Samuel Jackson. Is that a thing? <laughs> I think it was like, wait, if that's how, a thing did I I miss, I... how did I miss this commercial? Is, is this canon? What's in your wallet? What's in your wallet? <laughs> Motherfucker? What's in your wallet? I mean, think about it. He played the same guy, basically, in Unbreakable, and he didn't have the lisp, but he also wasn't Samuel Jackson yet. Wait, you think that this guy was really similar to the villain in Unbreakable? 
Kinda. I feel like it's two completely different characters. I feel like those are the furthest two... I just feel like a smart guy who doesn't get his hands dirty. Okay. Alright. You know? Villains are one of two ways. Either they're the mastermind or they're the bruiser. You know? You got his hands a little dirty. (laughs) I killed him! (laughs) Felt good, right? No! (laughs) (laughs) You just... You just killed all those people outside. They killed each other. That was an interesting scene. That was a great scene. I love the song. That is like that. most people's favorite scene of this movie that I've talked to. They love the there. church scene. Oh, the church scenes are great. It's good. I didn't see the plan working until the end. Like, I knew that like it affected everybody, right? But I didn't realize it affected Galahad, too. Like, I didn't see that coming. I thought he was just going apeshit to survive, like, oh god, this went sideways, I'm gonna have to shoot my way out of this. No, it's the packs. Yeah, I get that. But when he walks out and is like, I couldn't control myself, I was like, oh shit, you were affected too? That's crazy. It's like a frequency or something that yeah. just made him nuts. Yep. Affects everyone regardless of whether or not they have a SIM card just in the vicinity. Which Must is... to have one of those things in their neck. Which explode? It's pretty interesting, though. Masterful, man. Someone offered me Free cell phone, free internet, forever. This is not so much a gripe as a real world thing. If someone offered this to people, he would be killed or put out of business so fast by all of the internet and phone companies. Oh, yeah. AT&T would put together a hit plan. <laughs> They'd waterboard him for the rest of his life. <laughs> There's the no way that would fly. It, you're, you're right. It probably wouldn't fly, except for the fact that between free SIM card to V-Day was a very short period of time. And he probably offered the people that are the billionaires in charge of AT&T and Verizon and all the other internet companies a chip to be like, listen, it, just let it slide two weeks tops and everybody's going to be dead anyways. And besides, they can't get mad at him. He's handicapped and so is she. What? How is he handicapped? <laughs> He's got a lift. That's impediment. He can't get his sticker on his car. That's right. He can't, but she can. <laughs> That's why she drives everywhere. That's right. <laughs> it's a McDonald's. Who do we think he called when the satellite went down? Who's got a big satellite? Like Virgin Mobile? That guy? But he says E, right? I don't, I don't know. Because he called he called the guy and he's like, E, I needed your help, man. One of my satellites went out. It's probably Mr. Urkham. Urkham! <laughs> I'm convinced that he was calling Elon Musk. That's what I was going to say. Tesla. I thought, I thought he called Elon Musk. Could be. I'll go with it. It makes the most sense. He's relevant. He was more relevant back then, so yeah. makes sense. Are we not allowed to talk about the training sequences? Yeah, know. we can. We can. Yeah. The sequel will shoot we you down. down. I'll punch you down. down. No, we're tabling the discussion of training sequence versus Rocky or any <laughs> other movie. Training sequence versus training sequence yeah. is done. Ever. I really enjoyed when the room was filling up with water. It gave me anxiety, but I loved it so much. Because I was on the edge of my seat. Like, how are they going to fucking do this? And I was like, I should probably try to hold my breath to see how long I can do it. You ever try that? See how long you can hold your breath underwater? No, when they're doing it in the movie, it's like, I would drown by now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He holds his breath, like, Eggsy especially holds his breath for very, really, really the long. They always do. And you gotta think, you're thinking like, okay, is this cut, like, is this happening the same, like, well, eh, I'm sure it's cut. Yeah, I know. They're not gonna risk his life. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, that, of well, course, but I'm saying, like, how is it, like, Canonically, like, like are these <laughs> angles like happening at the same time, kind of, or is he really holding his breath for two and a half minutes? Because probably that. Well, you have to take into consideration that they're pulling the shower, the shower things down, the shower heads down to make the air types while he's swimming to the door and then back to the window. So those things are happening at the exact same time. Yeah. So you can take like forty-five seconds out of that two and a half minutes. To your point, they're not going to risk an actor's life. Isla Fisher and um, now you see me. Okay. She was like, did like a Houdini trick where she, she got trapped in there. She was supposed to get trapped in there. People thought she was acting. She was supposed to have a breathing apparatus. She didn't. It malfunctioned. So she almost died. That's why she wasn't in the sequel. Is that why she yeah. wasn't in the sequel? Huh. She got mad. I'd, they almost killed her. Uh, yeah. Fair. I mean, I almost got killed on a set, too, so I, I totally understand. But they thought she was acting. That's like fucked up. They're all just watching her. Like, oh, she's really convincing. Just do it for the lols. <laughs> and then the parachute one. And then that gave me anxiety hammer, too. Like that was yeah. And shoot the dog. Shoot oh, the dog gave me the most anxiety out of all of that. <laughs> shoot the dog is actually one of my one of the bigger grapes I have with this movie. Mr. We, Pickle. Because like I love that. That was so <laughs> funny. <laughs> that was my favorite scene. But like when he was like, 
it was a fucking blank. I was like, okay, but up to this point, you really haven't given them any reason to suspect that there's not a live bullet in the gun. Well, actually, to be fair, they've been fucking with them every step yeah, of the way. Yeah, they've been fucking with them every step of the way. I guess that's true. Like so you could put two and two together. The parachute, the, the, parachute, the water, the... Yeah, but they, he definitely doesn't know about the water. Right. He only knows that the parachute was actually there. Which also was a problem. Why wouldn't you just pull it just to make sure it wasn't working? Well, because they didn't need to. Mm-hmm. It would be too point. early, right? No? no, they were right under the line. Oh, you mean pull it? Like he, like he, Merlin says, so what do you do if one of your shoots doesn't work? And then they all get in a circle and pull the shoots one by one to see whose doesn't work. Yeah. Or they're technically supposed to be in a circle, pull them all at the same time, and then... No, they go one by one. That was the plan. I thought the plan was not to do that so that it's five people holding one person that doesn't work as compared to... Well, they kept letting go. They yeah, the other guys go. just kept letting go and, and doing it. Yeah. But that was a mistake. Like the guys were. No, I think that was that was the plan he devised that they would do it one one by one, and then if it didn't open, grab the person on the right, or the person on the right would grab them. Mm. That's tough, though. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, the point was, it happened how it was supposed to. The person with no with no shoot, quote unquote, mm-hmm. was grabbing onto the person with the last remaining shoot, possibly. So I mean, yeah. the way he devised the plan, it worked out that way. It just so happened that everyone had a parachute. Cause magic. Shoot the dog. But I still mean. Yeah, I still maintain that even if I thought that I didn't have a shoot, I would pull the string anyways just to make sure. Oh, yeah, so would I. I'd want to see the plates and forks fall yeah. out behind me. Exactly. <laughs> you're, a, you're a dick, Merlin. <laughs> this is going to go real. Why knives? Why'd you go with knives? <laughs> so, yeah, then there's the dog shooting scene, which the fact that you don't pull the trigger, you don't get in, that seems pretty silly. That gave me the most anxiety because for the, the water scene and the parachute scene, I'm like, all right, they're not killing the main character halfway through the movie or the beginning of the movie. They might have killed the dog. Yeah. I didn't know. That's true. <laughs> and then you because he was a dopey-ass pug. Then you hear the... He's a bulldog, isn't <laughs> it? Um, yeah, no. You hear the gunshot <laughs> that in the next room. That is great. I'm like, you're dope. You hear the gunshot in the next room, so she shot her dog. You're like, wow. That yeah. was legit. And then they show her being welcomed to Kingsman, and then she smiles. I'm like, I don't think she actually shot the dog. I don't think the dog died. But weren't they training the dog to be, like, part of your... The family. Yeah, and that's why I was, like, confused by it. They psychologically fuck with you. Mm -hmm. But, see, it goes against what they're telling you. But you wouldn't want to shoot a Kingsman. Yeah. And that's technically how it would... Yeah, but you need to be able to do whatever it takes to be Mm -hmm. a Kingsman, and that's That's the whole dog sacrifice. It's showing the hardest sacrifice is what it's showing. Fair enough, but... Well, she pulled the trigger on the guy. That would have been fun. Michael King. I thought the sleight of hand was pretty obvious. Oh, those... Yep. Are those all Kingsmen? I looked over to my wife. I was like, he switched it. Yeah. I was trying to figure out how he got the poison into Eggsy's drink in the first place. Because, like, he poured it in front of him. I was really it, was on the gla- it was in the glass. It's yeah. probably in the glass. That's, That's the only thing that really makes sense. But it, it just—it was like that scene in a princess in the Princess Bride. Yeah, I love it was that like, scene. Ah, I figured everything out. Ooh, look over there. What? <laughs> I switched the glasses. Where your bag was turned. <laughs> That's what that scene was. <laughs> you know, to never gamble with, with death with a Sicilian with death on the line. He got the line up. <laughs> yeah. Fucked it up. You fell into one of the classic blunders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only more well known. You don't get involved in the land war in Asia. Those lines are so good because the movie doesn't take place anywhere near those places. Nope. I, oh, I spent my time in Australia developing immunity to iodine powder. <laughs> they were both poisoned. Anyways, back to the Kingsman. So this movie is a lot like Men in Black. So I think it's really oh, funny yeah. that we're doing it the week after Men in Black. Yes, it is. There are so many moments. So I'm like. This is inspired This is by just Black. like K. <laughs> is this a Marvel property or no? Yes. Okay. It's a Marvel, really? It's a Marvel imprint. Yep. Yeah. Every time that it's not going to be an MCU thing. It's you hope not. they don't. They can't. Right. Maybe King's Men in, in Black is a Marvel property too. No, no. Men in Black is no, no Men in Black is a uh, Marvel. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yes. That would be a cool crossover. That'd be up. That but they're already doing Black Twenty Two Jump Street. But Jump Street can't be a Marvel property. <laughs> No. no. But it's the same universe. It's I like wish it were so we could do those movies. But <laughs> those movies are great. But you're right, there are definitely yeah. a lot you of You got the training, yeah. you got the... Uh, the elevator the, down. Yeah, the elevator um, down, the weapon selection thing. The suits. Mm-hmm. The suits. The suits. Although their suits are much cooler. 
It's the, even the same test. It's like yeah. your your ability to creatively get out of situations is what helps him mm-hmm. uh-huh. succeed. Also, Harry played it really close to the deadline for that new recruit because he recruited him what like an hour before. He was just hoping for some for him to get in trouble. Like he yeah. didn't have a backup plan. And that he showed and they showed up. He's like, we're late. It's like, God damn, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, what if one, more than one train happens tries to get to Kingsman headquarters at the same time? Did they collide? Is there a cue? Well, here's the thing. Same thing with uh, Ministry of Magic. You're like, how does everyone show up? And then you realize but there's a lot magic. more. magic. There's a lot more. That, the, the train thing that they use to get from the tailor to Kingsman headquarters um, reminded me of, like, that Hyperloop that Elon Musk is trying to make. Like, that, like, crazy fast bullet train that'll get you from here to California, like, Three and a half hours. Peel your skin back, basically. No, sounds sexy. It goes fast, though. Yeah, you can literally go see a concert in California and be back with time to go to sleep to wake up for work the next day to go get some brunch. It's crazy. It's crazy how fast the thing goes. But I digress. Biggest problem I have with this movie is the way that Samuel L. Jackson's character implements the plan by hat by. Having to hold his hand on the thing for the entire time. It, it like, what? You couldn't come up, devise a plan where, like, you put your hand down, hey, it starts, okay, and then great. it's just, it's over? Like, he needs to stand there. So he's like, he can't turn around to look to see if the fight's going on. Well, it's part of, it's part of his punishment for doing this. It's his penance. This is his Sisyphus moment? This, this is, exactly, this is his Sisyphean moment. Just seemed very. And how long? Think about this, though. How long would it take for every man, woman, and child to fight and kill most of the other men, women, and child? Well, someone's going to shoot nukes, no? Someone had to. Like the side that nukes had to. But that's but that's why he has all of the world po- leaders. Yeah, the world political world leaders, leaders yeah. saved. So they so they don't, so they the don't do the nukes because they have no no need to do the nukes. Mm-hmm. And even if somebody does magically have access to the nuclear codes, it's a lot less. It, it doesn't matter. They're and, like, a, I'm sure sheltered from nuclear fallout. Mm. They're also in a really aggressive state. I don't think you have the clarity to launch nukes. Yeah, they're kind no. of animalistic. Yeah. Yeah. He's really thinking, like, like ah, shoot the nukes! I maintain it's ridiculous that he has to just sit there and hold on to, onto That's it. That's fair. It is. It's a spy movie. Yeah, it's kind of like a bad... It doesn't take itself serious. Kind of like <laughs> a bad 70s Bond movie. It's like, put the finger in a button to shoot the laser, you know? I thought he was going to say something else there. It's like a bad 70s mom movie. Put a finger in the butt. I was like, <laughs> why is that where you're going? <laughs> where's this going, sequel? Back to my assholes. <laughs> <laughs> if you um, want to touch on that scene, totally unnecessary. Oh, I want to oh, touch definitely. on it. What? It is, but it's poking fun at James Bond. Yeah. Always doing his weird sex shit. Exactly. And also, why would you, why would you not want anal sex? Great. Is it everything but, like, but sex or everything but sex? If they all right, if they didn't have that scene in there, would you have left the movie like, man... Which they made a reference to anal sex. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but I would have been I would have been very remiss if he doesn't manage to like dress to the nines like that, wa- like get a girl. Like he has to get a girl. I'm glad they didn't go the, the love interest rep with him and the fellow recruit Roxy. Yeah, I thought they were going to. Me first. too, because like, that would have needed tits in them training montage. Am I right, guys? Absolutely. It does lead like itself <laughs> to that, but I'm happy they went the route they did. Yeah. Instead, they form a nice friendship. And they're going to be colleagues. Is the next movie a prequel or a sequel? It's a sequel. Okay. So anyone uh, surprised? I'm just making sure because a sequel. I'm not surprised based on how well this movie did because there's there's no second comic. I think they're working on one. I was about to ask you about that, but yeah, it's actually it's very similar to the title of the movie, but it's like slightly different. Probably do movies have a good track record when they do a sequel without source material. That is a great that, fucking that is, question. That's a question that we are not equipped currently to answer because we haven't done research. That sounds like Game of Thrones, though. You can make the argument the last seasons were lacking, right? Compared to the earlier seasons. Right. I'm saying they're both not good. And Matt, you're a Jurassic Park fan. Mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg forced, was it Michael Crichton? Mm-hmm. To, to write, write the second Lost movie. World so he could make the movie. Mm-hmm. So, Lost World's a step below. Yeah. Right? I don't know. But cinematically, it's a better... Like it's it's more pretty to watch, you know what I'm saying? The way the way it was shot, or rather, what was shot with all the multitudes of fucking dinosaurs. Sure, but yeah, I think the sequel will be okay. It's got the same team returning, same people making it. Matthew Vaughn, director. Yeah, 
Did he direct Kick-Ass 2? I don't think so. Based off of the previews that I've seen, because I watch television, so you kind of can't avoid them, this is the one that they're really pushing right now. I spent the last half hour of this movie waiting for Galahad to come back, because he's in the sequel. Put it right out there. Spoilers. I know. Spoilers indeed. If we're talking about things we're thinking about for the sequel, I'm kind of upset that um, the uh, Statesman, another spoiler, guys, uh, our code names are fucking booze. Come on. We have some fucking people that we could have been named after. Tall Tales, fucking Founding Fathers, fucking States, booze. <laughs> we have Prohibition here. As we sit here and all have a beer in front of us. Thank God for that. Also, fun fact, in the comic, they don't have any Knights of the Table, Round Table nicknames. There's no nicknames for the Kingsmen. They're just an organization. Oh, oh cool. I kind of like the nicknames, though. But that yeah, makes no, it I more like, James Bond. I like them, too. But... K, J, Q, M, S. How can be Agent M? Also, who is only a producer in Kick-Ass 2. Okay. The one thing I really enjoyed about the Knights of the Round Table reference that they made was that when a Kingsman died, whoever was training was trained to be that one, mm-hmm. right? So, like, Lancelot dies They early. need Lancelot. They need Lancelot. So, Eggsy and Roxy are vying for... Lancelot. Lancelot. So then, she becomes Lancelot, right? And Galahad dies, so... Eggsy becomes Galahad. Eggsy becomes Galahad by necessity. Now they're going to need a new Arthur. I mean, we could go into Arthurian myth, too, if you want to talk about that. I mean, Galahad being basically the best knight without any powers. I don't think we have time for that. I'm just saying. It would be interesting. I'm just, that's where I stop it. That's fair. I have an email that I just remembered I should read. Do it. Ooh. It's an email from John. Spoilers, I saw Kingsman with John. <laughs> I know that guy. John writes, you, you might... <laughs> Hey Zeros, I'm so pumped you're talking about this movie. In my opinion, Kingsman is one of the best action movies in the last ten years. I can't remember the last time I left the theater so satisfied with a movie. This and John Wick came out the same year, and the action is very similar in how they fight. John Wick being a darker movie overall. Do you know of any movie prior to these that had a similar type of action? Keep up the good work, and remember, man is maketh man. John. Movies that... Prior to this, huh? Yeah. What movie is it? What year is this? 2015? 2014. Oof. That uh, good challenge. Top of my head. If only we had someone. Who All the rack. Had like a keyboard next to them. They could type things. I don't. Mm. You know, John Wick doesn't jump out at me as similar to this. I see what he's saying now that I, I like really think about it, but it's just the action. Yeah. Style. But the two movies that jump out for action, like the one that really jumps out is Atomic Blonde, but that's this year. Yeah. yeah. And Atomic Blonde doesn't have the same action scene because Atomic Blonde is real action, and this is. What about the Stop motion, right, but crazy. But I'm, yeah, no, I'm, I'm saying I would not compare them. Out for it. Got the new 007 movies. I haven't Any seen a 007 movie since. You know, I've seen. Daniel Craig. I've actually seen a bunch of the the new 007 movies, and they're not jumping out at me because of action. Like Casino Royale, especially Casino Royale is a poker movie with like a half hour of like a car chase scene and a torture scene. Like oh, that's about it. Sex scene. I got really oh. excited. Okay, yeah, it's in there somewhere. Nice. And the other ones after Casino Royale are all, like, kind of more thriller movies than what you think is, like, a traditional James Bond action movie. What about, like, a Rush Hour or something? I don't remember the combat. But the one that comes to my mind, I also don't remember the combat because I haven't seen this in a while, but what about Wanted? Hmm. I, I thought about I know Wanted. they slowed down the bullets. I don't know if they slowed down... I feel like they'd slow down other combat. I thought know? about Wanted during our little training montage uh, argument before. That's but I can't. Good one. Yeah, but it's... I don't think it's better than this, but it's... No, it's, it's not. This is... <laughs> Kingsman over wanted all day. Oh, yeah. I thought we dressed this. <laughs> but but we're, we're in agreement on that yeah, one. Yeah, definitely. Good, as long as you're not fighting. <laughs> we're fighting. I know. Having a discussion. Yeah, we're Spirited testing debate. each other's debates. Yes. <laughs> what about Bourne? The Bourne, Bourne movies. Bourne's more shaky cam than this, yeah. I feel like. Kick-ass. I was gonna say bonus. I, I was gonna put Bourne probably, more yeah. Atomic Blonde, mm-hmm. but that's also where I put John Wick, more near Atomic Blonde. I think anything that's kind of stop motiony, this Kick-Ass, Wanted, Wonder Woman, but that's Wonder after. Woman yeah, comes after. 
Because when I think of the action in this movie, you think of the church scene, right? So I'm trying to think of a movie that has a scene reminiscent to that yeah, scene. The church scene or the the, whole, the, the corridor climax. run at the end. Yeah. V for Vendetta? Maybe no. the last the last fight scene when he's in... No, because that's not the Yes, it is. The last one when he's... When he murders all those guys yeah. and they shoot the shit out of him? Yeah. What you have in those guns are bullets. Prison scene in Watchmen? Mm-hmm. Prison scene oh, Watchmen. It's scene good, Watchmen. but this is more sustained throughout the course of the movie. Very true. So again, pacing is so clutch in this. It's paced beautifully. Whereas Watchmen kind of does that major roller coastery thing. It's like this slow uphill grind, like this awesome action sequence, and then it just slowly has to pick back up for the next action sequence. It's a very good question because this is this is like very distinct action. It's like a very particular style. They didn't even do it like first class like this. Yeah. So we can't even say we can't even cop out and go to Matthew Vaughn's other movies. <laughs> Kick ass, maybe. I don't remember. I feel like that gets kind of yeah, slowed kick, down. Uh, Kick ass, I feel like it, it, does, it does. That's not before when they're this. when they're burning Big Daddy. Kick ass is before this. Is, is it? it? Yeah. This is like, 2014. What about like Taken or something? I don't, all the years are the same, Joe. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Taken, maybe. I don't think there's a lot of slowdown. Again, that's kind of like Jason Bourne with the shaky cam. I've seen Taken mm. once. Yeah, you're right. Well, we tried. Yeah, sorry. No, Thanks I'm for the sold. email, Jones. I'm yeah. The sequel's going to rattle his brain for a yeah. while. Yeah. Right. He's, he's going to be out of the episode until we stone this. Yeah. It's a good question. Very good. If you also have a question for a future movie, send it to zthpodcast at gmail.com and we'll do this and you can stop sequel. That's going to be the new segment. Join stump us sequel. on the new segment, Stump Sequel. So while sequel continues, why don't we do our favorite, least favorite scenes? Yeah. Because we're getting a little long on time here. Yeah, I'm a tooth. Where do you want to go first? It's our favorite. We always start favorite. Why not? It's our favorite. I'll start it because we've already talked about mine. It's the skydiving sky scene. It's so good. Builds a lot of good tension. I like the uh, Mr. Pickle reveal. That was I so got the biggest laugh for me. That is good. Died of yeah. pancreatitis. Remind me every time I gotta take a shit. <laughs> you shot your dog and had it stuffed? <laughs> no, I had it for 11 years. I shot it, I brought him home and cared for him for 11 years. <laughs> I like the heads exploding like fireworks. That was funny. That's a good one. That's that's a nice lighthearted way to blow up the heads of about 300 people. And the music behind it is so great. Is it the same music that V uses? It's close. It's close. Oh, it's not... No, that's no, not it. that. That's it's just that's classical music. I'm going to say that's about of 1812. <laughs> so. uh, my favorite scene is probably the fight in the uh, lair. That, towards the end? Yeah. When he's like actually suited up and like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the church scene. Oh, the church scene. Great. I figured at least one of us was going to say I, it. I really, really, <laughs> really enjoyed the church scene. I think it, it, it was a really good payoff. Because you had seen what the Kingsman can do bit by bit by bit. And now you saw, like, an excessive amount of what the Kingsman can do, which was awesome. Plus Freebird. Plus Freebird. But then to be out, like, you know, you also get the great payoff at the end saying that, like, it doesn't matter if you have the SIM card or not, you're going to get affected by it. It really sets up how good the end of the movie is going to be. Least favorite scenes. I'll start. Samuel L. Jackson standing there with his fucking hand on the table. (laughs) This is the only way to kill all the people. Come up with a better way to do it, billionaire fucking genius. I hate everything. You showed him. See, will he have one? Least favorite? Go to somebody else. Okay, I'll go. <laughs> My least favorite scene is the shooting the dog scene, just because it lingers a lot. There's one where you zoom in on the dog, and the dog, the dog like visibly gulps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And I was like, all right, that's a choice. <laughs> they do that. Not taking itself too seriously. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that is true, though. It fits. Yeah. Um, the scene where uh, the stepfather's kicking the shit out of Exy in the apartment. Oh, oh okay. And right. That's right. Like, right the drinks with, uh, for, a, for a lighthearted movie who doesn't take himself, to take himself too seriously, that got pretty serious. So it has its moments, yeah. Picks up the meat cleaver and stuff, and uh, there's a lot of anger there. I didn't care for that. Miley's favorite was the sleight of hand scene, just because it was like, oldest trick in the book. I didn't like it. It's true. It's a classic because it works. It does. Every time. My least favorite scene is when the mom is going to kill a baby. Because mm. that's... Here's that Yeah, that's definitely a Shining inspired yeah. scene. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, it was, like the whole was even the same shape. Yeah. yeah. So many inspirations in this movie. 
Do you have any more comparisons you want to share with us for action, or are we good? I got one. Okay. Fury. I knew it. No. Fury Road? No. No. The tech movie, Fury? Yeah. That was a good movie. It, is, it is a pretty good movie. For action like this, you think of like one guy versus a lot of guys. How about Kill Bill? Oh, I thought of one. Transporter. Transporter's good, too. Or, no, 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 Crank. Any Jason Statham movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, Crank specifically. <laughs> yeah. Because every time the adrenaline pumps in. You're welcome. But this is more... Die, I thought of Die Hard also. Die Hard's very, uh... I don't know, it's more stealthy, I feel. It's more Splinter Cell than King's... But Crank and Crank 2? Like, when he's shocking himself and shit? Like, yeah. I can see that. One. You're the only person I know who's seen those movies. The Punisher. I've two. only seen High Crank. Voltage. I've only seen Crank. Crank 2, I have not seen, I've seen but Crank. I've seen pieces of it. Kill Bill, though? Anybody? I think, that's, Bill, yeah. I think that's a good one. Kill From Bill's what I remember, good. I think that works. You take it as a complete, volume 1 and 2 combined? I guess. kind of have to, right? Right. I'm not the biggest Kill Bill fan. I think it's... uh. One of the weaker Tarantino movies. Volume one is much better, in my opinion. But um, yeah, Kill Bill is from the one versus everybody. Yeah, fair. All right, so I think that's going to bring an end to our discussion of the movie. What we do now is rate the movie with our Infinity Stone system, which is giving the movie a score of one to six Infinity Stones. One is the lowest score, six is the highest score. If you give it a six stones, you can also give it a gauntlet, which is the highest possible. I am going to say Frank. I had a really good time watching this movie. I found myself enjoying it more than I had gripes with it. It was fast. It went by quick. I can't wait to watch it again. I was in between two. But I think I'm going to go on the lower side and say four and a half stones. Same as Men in Black. Solid score. Sequel. A lot of fun watching this movie. Caught me by surprise. I like it when movies do that. Um, I like the style it was shot in. Very enjoyable. I'll probably give it five stones and I wish it was a standalone. I'm not not looking forward to the sequel. I think this is I don't think the sequel could possibly live up. We will see. Channing fucking Tatum. Jeff Come on, bro. Bridges. <laughs> Come on, bro. They were Canadian tuxedos. Just but you're going in with a higher expectation now, so no, just that That's fair. I just yes. hope and get to see his man meet. I mean you can hope that all you want. <laughs> I'm going to hope the reverse of that, so hopefully our hopes cancel each other out. Who's man meat? Jeff Bridges? Yeah. Okay. Who else? Obadiah Stane's man meat. <laughs> Love it. Uh, hey, Matt. Yeah? It's your turn. Okay. I liked Men in Black. Fast King. Might as well stone them both. Uh, yeah, you broke the yeah, tie. You, if you, if you want to stone Men in Black while we're here. So okay, we I'll them. stone Men in Black. I give Men in Black four and a half stones. Okay. Okay. Now. Kingsman. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a newer movie, and I think I like the action a little bit better. I'm going to give Kingsman five stones, even though they're basically the same movie. One of the aliens, one doesn't. Oh, uh, better suits. That's what it is. Better suits, and I like the action better. Corey, it's your time. To shine. This movie really, really blew me away. I did not expect to like this movie as much as I did. When I went onto Amazon and it was only 99 cents to rent it, I was like, oh no. You know, when they're just trying to get somebody to rent anything, like, they like, drop the price down. As compared to, you know, knowing the movie's really bad and making you buy it. Fuck you. I, <laughs> I, I just saw it before you said anything about that anyway. What? The 99 cent thing. You were like, oh, it's 99 cents, I'm worried. Yeah, I was. I just, super, I was, I just finished it when you said. Yeah, that. I was actually really concerned, but so this movie really blew me away. I'm not sure that I can give it six, so I'm going to give it five and a half. That's a good score. Yeah, it was, it's it's as close to a six stone movie without actually making it. Fair score. Also, I bought it and it was like ten dollars, so it's not it's not expensive in any form. Mm. I think. I don't know if it was on sale or if that's just the price, but good on him for making it cheaper than Fanforce. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said at the top, I fucking love this movie. It accomplished exactly what it set out to do. It is a spy movie that doesn't take itself seriously. It did exactly that. The acting in this movie is amazing. I love everyone in it. I think they were all cast really, really well. And I'm going to have trouble being irrational with this movie. There's no surprise I'm giving this movie the highest score. Seven stones! Eight stones. No. <laughs> no, I'm giving this movie six stones. And fuck it. This stones is something to hold them, right? Six of the gauntlet. Wow. Nice. I love this movie. Didn't see it coming. Nice. I, the amount of joy I get watching this movie, 
you could tell me right now we're going to go watch this movie, I'd be so down. Second Gauntlet? Yeah. Winter Soldier? Winter Soldier and Kingsman. When we started this podcast, those were the only two movies in my head. I'm like, those are probably going to get a gauntlet. And sequel and I just sitting here driving around the blasted wastelands of the future. Oh yeah, that's my only goal. <laughs> is that the only one? No, I've got a couple of six donors, but that's my. I only think goal. I think you gave Iron Man a goal. Did I give Iron Man? a I think you gave Iron Man a goal. Iron Man's a really good movie. It's it is. Awesome. I think John was keeping the spreadsheet. Though. It's my top. He was. <laughs> How was his I'm sad that I. Not you know what? That spreadsheet kind of influenced my scores going forward. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like, am I too negative? <laughs> Just rate what's Corey in your looking heart. at me like, yeah, you're fucking negative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and those are our ratings for Kingsman the Secret Service. Thanks so much for listening. If you'd like to send us an email like John did about whatever movie we're doing or really any other topic, we're pretty flexible about it. Mm-hmm. Send it to zthpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter and let us know what you thought at ZTH Podcast. Send us a picture of your suit. To Instagram as you see it. Frank is sleepy. <laughs> Go to Facebook.com and search for Zeros Talking Heroes in the search bar. Zeros and Heroes both have two E's. Or Facebook.com slash ZTH Podcast. And last but not least, find us on mm-hmm. iTunes or whatever podcast app you happen to be listening to us on. Give us a five star rating. That would be awesome. If you want to leave a review, we'll read it. We love reading those. And if that's too much trouble for you, just. Start telling people about Zero's Talking Heroes. The more listeners, the better. Yes, please. I think that's going to do it for us here. Next time on ZTH, we're going to be doing Red, which is a retired, extremely dangerous. Oh, is that what it means? Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) I had no fucking idea. That's a special lead-in for next week's for you. I had no fucking idea what that meant. Anyone ever see it? Yes. I never saw it. And as usual, until next time, remember that every movie is someone's favorite movie. This one might be mine. (laughs) <laughs> Good night. It is. It's training sequence is way better than that. No, fuck that noise. No, absolutely not. Fuck that noise. I'm from Philadelphia and I know that this movie is better than some of the Rocky sequences. This yeah. fucking Marathon. edit is gonna kill me. Eleven, <laughs> yeah, eleven, make a wish that it's a not bad edit. You know what? We'll get into we'll get into it once the once we get past this.